All right. You ready for this? Yes. You started saying that, and I don't know if it's the fat person in me, but I automatically started thinking, ba da ba ba ba. Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny and our love of McDonald's. We sometimes bring on different guests, and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we have all the hosts, and sometimes we don't. Tonight, your hosts will be Sin, myself, and Dez. Dez, how have you been doing? Been doing all right. I've had an interesting time at work the last couple of weeks, but thankfully it will hopefully be over. So, yay. Like interesting bad or interesting just meh? Uh, kind of meh. Uh, I had to go off-site to sort through some parts that we had turned up bad, so yeah. Hopefully you didn't have to travel far for that. No, it was it was within it was, it, yeah it was a decent range i mean uh it it wasn't bad uh it was still in town so that's at least the biggest plus uh it was just the fact that it was like a week and a half i think we went over there and it was just boring yeah, yeah. <laughs> i could imagine well at least it's almost over like you said I've been uh, I've been traveling myself for, to a further store, which is double my commute one way to try to help out. And uh, had a conversation today with my uh, RM. Many um, basically said that uh, if if I was if I had been asked yet to move to that store full time, I was like, no, not yet. But he uh, he did mention maybe cutting my uh, days back to four, maybe doing four tens versus five eights which would be good it would it would cut back on the fuel expense having to travel that far just a little bit longer days uh but would have more time more days off where i wouldn't have to worry about traveling which would be good yeah so a plus there and plus that you're almost done with that what about the game what have you been up to in the game oh i haven't been doing too too much uh Sadly, I mean, I've been hopping in. I've been doing uh, the weeklies or the weekly story at least. Um, I would have had a raid, but then apparently, but apparently the hundred IO screwed up on me, so I ended up not joining when I thought I joined. So, oh well. <laughs> well, uh, things happen. Yeah. It's been uh it's been interesting. There's a lot of technology that's been changing. We had the 100 uh, IO bot changed a few months back, I think it was, and then our Craig bot's been going through some changes recently. Uh, it's definitely causes some chaos because it you know limit the improvements, but stuff does break. Right, we're used to that in games sometimes. Yeah, I've definitely hopped in a little bit myself. Probably uh, the same boat as you. Not as much as I sh- I should be. I've uh, gotten the weekly story mission done. I did a couple raids this week. Um, both of them I did on my Titan. Got back into uh, Valve Disciple, which is good. Saw that there was a uh, Vogue post-it. Thought about joining it, but not sure on timing if that'll work for me uh, for my schedule uh, tomorrow. We are recording a little bit uh, late in the week or early in the week, I guess you should say. We're recording now on a Sunday. Uh, this timing didn't work out this past Thursday. Kingsley is away and and I was running a little bit behind myself, so timing didn't work. But uh, luckily, you and I were able to make it. Yeah. 
But yeah, other than the, other than that, the game's been uh, pretty light. Just kind of chipping away at some of the weekly, uh, weekly or seasonal challenges uh, for XP. I'm uh, really, really hoping and really would like to do the caretaker challenge. I'm hoping it comes around one more time before the season ends, and I will be powerful enough to be able to handle it because that is holding me back. I mean, other than that, um, yeah, it's been light. I know we had a twab this week. We can get into that here in a little bit. But anything else interesting, uh, you know, lore-wise, or anything else that you might might have come up in a Discord that would be worth mentioning? Uh, um, with my increased attention at work, I've been very lax in most Discord conversations, sadly. Uh, I have not quite been able to keep an eye on them as I've wanted to. Uh, so you have that's one reason I've been quiet here recently. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, other than that, I mean, I've just been playing through a few uh games in the lull. Um, I legitimately just finished the uh, the PS4 Spider-Man game. Oh, nice. And how um, did you enjoy that? Oh, dude, it is... It was like the perfect game for Insomnia to make, to be honest. And that was the because first I mean, one, not Miles Morales, right? The first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to move on to Miles here shortly because uh, well, I ended up getting it ended up getting that premium tier of uh, PlayStation Plus and both uh, Spider-Man and Miles are basically bundled within that, so I'm just going to be taking my time and going through a few games that I've had interest in. Um, but yeah, like I said, just finished, uh, just finished that, and like I said, it, it's hilarious because I mean these are the same developers that did the uh, Infamous series of games. So they have, they've had experience making superhero games before, but this was, like I said, this just felt like a perfect match um, with all the mechanics and everything, and it is absolutely fantastic to play. Nice. I haven't uh, ventured out into other games yet, uh, but I'll spoil it since Kingsley isn't here tonight. Uh, he's been playing a little bit of uh, Cyberpunk, and... I dabbled in it a little bit. I got it on sale a while back. I think he just recently picked his up on sale. And um, it sounded like he was uh, really enjoying it. And a little bit I played. Decent story. It's just uh, hard for me to peel away uh, when there's so much to do in Destiny. And I don't have enough time for that. It's been hard for me to peel away. Uh, But you mentioned uh, the uh, Spider-Man game being the perfect, uh, perfect thing for Insomnia. So it sounds like yeah. you're staying up late playing it. I haven't been. Uh, I'm. I've been up late recently, well, but not playing games. <laughs> well, that's that's actually the name of the studio. Ah, is uh, is it? is either Insomnia or Insomniac or something like that. But yeah, that's that's the studio. <laughs> that's the nice. first. <sighs> At least I still believe that they're first party Sony, but like I said, they did the. Uh, they did the infamous games, and um, are they the ones that did Sly Cooper as well? Not sure. I'm wanting to say they also did Sly Cooper, because I know it was uh, Naughty Dog that did Crash Bandicoot. They um, want to say they did Sly. I might have to pull that up on the other monitor and look. Right. It's Insomnia Studios. So while I'm looking that up, my uh, my actual Insomnia, where I've been staying up late, I've been watching some House. Ah, God, that's good. such a good series. Oh, yeah. And I'd watched it before, but uh, with Prime, Amazon Prime Day or Prime Days is coming up and uh, within the next less than two weeks now, the day we're, obviously when we're recording, it's really more like 10 days or so. 
Um, they had like a bonus where you had to like watch something, download something, do something else, and then make a purchase. You get like $10 extra credit. And then they have some other things you can get where you can get bonuses towards your prime day uh, spending. So I've been uh, looking at trying to knock out some of that. I haven't spent the money on the other ones, but um, yeah, I ended up started watching house because I wanted to watch something on prime for the one uh, thing to do on there. And uh, I just kept going with it. Yeah. So Insomnia, I see on their page they definitely do Spider-Man's. Yes. Ratchet and Clank. Oh god, they did Ratchet and Clank. Yep. I knew there was something yeah. else. So yeah, maybe it wasn't Crash. It was, yeah, maybe it wasn't Crash. It was uh Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Because that's listed here on Insomniac.games. But uh, I would say they they've done a really good job with it. I played a little bit of Morales, Miles Morales, but uh, never oh, completed sorry, it. Uh, yeah, they did Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank, Spyro, uh, the Resistance series. Oh come on! I know you did Infamous, Unspoken, Stormland, Song of the Deep. Oh my God! Did they not? Oh wow! They may not have actually done that from us. Who did? Oh, now that I clicked in games, I can definitely see a lot more. Uh, from a series. Oh no, that was Sucker Punch. Whoops, wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> it is Either definitely way, hard to keep up with. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. I know, yeah. right? Which I don't think Sucker Punch is first party Sony anymore. I think they made something for Xbox not long ago. Oh, and, hey, uh, good news is uh, apparently with the 2023 projected release date is going to be uh, Marvel Spider Man 2. Nice. And the uh, original Spider Man, I believe, is coming to PC soon if it hasn't already. I thought I heard okay, they're gonna, And they're apparently going to do a Marvel's Wolverine as well. Jesus. There we go. Yep. That was on their main page. I saw Wolverine on there and Spider-Man too. Yeah. Nice. nice. Oh, they did Sunset Overdrive. Wasn't that for Xbox as well? That was. Dude, maybe they're not exactly first-party Sony anymore. Either way. Yeah, so I thought it was the people that did Infamous, but yeah, that was Sucker Oops. Nice. They did a bunch of games that weren't in any way related to superhero stuff. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that, I, okay. I mean, it, it makes it actually even more astounding that they got so much feeling good. Like, in this game, it's I mean, like, not even just story-wise, just, like, uh, mechanics. And, like, the technical detail that's kind of in this game with how the web-swinging works is just truly astonishing. So, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. The little bit I played, I, I thought they did a really good job with that. Oh, man. So we have a little bit to cover here in the TWAB. Um, I know I talked a little bit before show that I, I actually did finally uh, get get a chance to to browse it a little bit before a podcast. Um, so I don't know if you want to take that away. Uh, they covered a few few things in there. Uh, they covered a little bit, not. It's of course not the meatiest of twabs we've had. Um, they are making some tweaks to airborne effectiveness, making some changes. Um, predominantly in the primaries, that they're going to be looking to make primaries a little more effective in the air. So that's nice. They are also going. Um, I mean, yeah, we're getting an entire mid-season uh, weapon pass, or uh, I guess weapons headbox tuning. 
Um, but yes, for airborne effectiveness, they're improving baseline aim assist in the air for all primaries. Uh, they're adding a static airborne effectiveness buff to some existing perks, which would be nice. And they're raising the airborne effectiveness on several exotics. Uh, they are tweaking. This is going to be the tweak to certain weapon archetypes that have been underperforming. Uh, changes they are making are to precision hand cannons, the 180 RPMs. Uh, they don't give new, like, of course, optimal time to kill, but they do list basically how they'll optimally time to kill. Uh, but yeah, they are touching precision hand cannons, uh, precision auto rifles, which will be nice. Uh, scout rifles, both precision, which is the 100, 180 RPM, and the high impact, uh, the 150s. Uh, shotguns are going to be getting a PBE buff. That's going to be nice. Uh, it's going to, they're going to go from a 10% PBE damage buff to a 25% damage buff. Which is going to be super nice. Uh, linear fusion rifles, uh, they're happy with how uh, the flinch, or the, I guess, added incoming flinch is working, at least in PvP, uh, but it does have the unintended side effect of also making it more difficult to aim in PvE, so they're going to be fixing that to where it's less of a hassle in PvE. That's nice. Um, yeah, I see they mentioned that it's only going to be coming from other players versus basically yeah. the AI. Indeed. Um, they're going to be making several tweaks to uh, special ammo, um, such as the fact that Glaives were not getting enough ammo for a single kill. Um, so they're going to be changing that, uh, such as Glaives. Uh, instead of going getting only one shot per brick, they're going to be getting two shots per brick. Um, they're also within that is the forerunner. Uh, they will be increasing that to four shots, even though you can comfortably get a kill in three shots with forerunner. They're wanting to make it just a little more comfortable. Um, Ariana Spal will also be getting two shots per brick. That's always quite nice. Um, they are upping, like I said, some of the airborne effectiveness for certain exotics individually. Uh, Source Regime, Monte Carlo, and the Forerunner are getting small bumps in their airborne effectiveness, and Whisper the Worm is getting actually a huge bump to its airborne effectiveness. That's funny. I, I don't know many people that are using that PvP, but hey, more power to them. Right. I've uh, seen, definitely seen CloudStrike, definitely not uh, Whisper. Or in people were using it's definitely been a while. Yeah, right. Um, let's see. Lorenz, they are going to be tweaking to make it even less oppressive. They are going to be dropping the aim assist. Uh, they're going to be reducing the, they call it suction, uh, against players. Um, as well as uh, removing the universal two times flinch nerf from the previous change. Not following that, but yeah. Uh, Gallarhorn, they're also going to be tweaking to the fact that primary, the primary rocket will no longer have proximity proximity detonation, that word, and wolfpack rounds will deal half damage to players. Oh, crap. Which, you ask me, is kind of fair enough. And yeah, last word... The... definitely been the go-to, especially in Gambit. Oh, yeah. So... yeah. 100%. I mean, it's just kind of the smart thing to do. Right. I mean, uh, and last word, they're going to make it just a little harder to hit headshots. 
while hip firing and try to be a little less deadly at extended ranges, which is nice. But so far, they are saying that uh, it's in a decent spot. It's just, you know, they're touching it just a little, just to keep it in check. And that's predominantly it uh, for at least what they're telling us in this mid-season weapon pass. I would say a lot of those are are fair. Um, yeah, I did. I did see the uh, last word. I got an alert from uh, Twitter. Actually, <laughs> uh, I think it was Grenader Jake, and he had, I guess, this meme video about the uh, the last word being nerfed. <laughs> he basically, I guess, shredded on the fact that you know he can use other stuff, and he always uses other stuff. He doesn't need to use last word, and even so, even if they nerf it, he, he'll probably can still use it. And you know that's right. I think that's right for most players who are really good, even with some of these nerfs that are coming. If it's something that they like using and they're really good at using it, they're still going to and still be really good with it. That's a weird flex to post on Twitter about, but okay. <laughs> Because, like you said, I mean, known for that that PvP stuff, carries and such. That and doesn't mean, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of people that do that, but I'm sure plenty of them don't now really say, "Yeah, you can nerf it," but I'm just still going to be awesome with it because I'm awesome. <laughs> uh... He might not have said it exactly like that, but I think it was just kind of acknowledging people, like probably, uh, you know giving him grief that they're nerfing it and saying like, you know, what are you going to do? I think yeah, the fact that he says, you know, I don't need to use it. I can use other stuff, but even so, if I want to use it, I'm still probably going to be okay with it. Yeah, but still, I mean, no matter, like I said, it's not as ham-fisted ego as <laughs> my parody of that, but it's, <laughs> it's still dripping ego and like, okay. Right. <laughs> nice way to toot your own horn, buddy. I mean, <laughs> like I said, weird flex, but all right. Whatever works for you. <sighs> right? I mean, uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, I mean, then I'll you have people like me. No, I was about to say, then you have people like me that no matter how good it was, I still can't make it work. So, yeah, whatever. Right. I can <laughs> I can never get into hand cannons either way, regardless if it was last word or something else. I just could never really use them. Oh no, hand cannons I love. It's just like I said, last word. It's a different it's a different beast. Somehow. Um But I like yeah, a lot of these changes look really good. Um I don't know. Yeah. I haven't. I also, haven't played PvP much, so I haven't run across too too much of Lawrence. So I don't really know how it feels now. But I mean, to be fair, <laughs> like cool, getting an nerf. Yeah, I mean, it's still around some, but probably not as much as it was when it first came out. Um. I mean, it definitely was oppressive with that that suction aspect. I think it'll be a little more bearable. I think with those changes on on the uh, receiving end, I should say. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't wait. To, yeah, ahead. I can't wait. To, I was just saying, I can't wait to try out some of these hand changes because one eighties. They've been in this weird spot where they, a lot of them feel like really good to you. But their time to kill just sucks so bad that it's a tragedy that they're not better. <laughs> right. Uh, so hopefully this can put them in a a decent space. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. I mean, I've used hand cannons more in PvE for sure than I have in PvP. I'm definitely interested in seeing how the uh, shotgun changes are going to play out. Um, 
I think for the most part, I've been using fusions for a while and haven't really been getting off of them. Use glaives some, depending on the scenario, especially with the unstoppable glaives this season. Um, yeah, but I think shotguns would be a, a nice change oh. if they are a little more viable now with that uh, damage increase. It'd be nice to kind of see how that that plays into to raise and higher end content. Indeed. Let's see. Uh, see right now, precisions have. Okay, the good news is, like I said, Bungie does list the fact that precisions will kill in 1.33 seconds with all body shots, um, which is a drastic improvement to its current body shot uh, TTK, which is at 1.67. That's actually really good. Uh, so yeah, we could see that we could see the op or the, yeah, the optimal TTK of one second potentially dropping down to about the Potentially, at least around the same as like uh, adaptives, which are like 0.87s. So I wouldn't be surprised if it goes down to like 0.9, which I feel like would be a really good place for them. Maybe not the most competitive choice, but you know, they'd be able to hang a little bit at least. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Uh, precision auto rifles. About in the same place with the one second. Nope, 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 nope. That's point eight. Yeah, actually, precision auto rifles are going to be really good to use. Because uh, they share the same time to kill with adaptive uh, 600 RPM auto rifles, but of course, they need all criticals in order to hit that, which is no bueno. So, at the very least, Because they're increasing body shot damage from 19 to 20, which isn't super huge. And precision multiplier is going from 1.6 to 1.5. So the headshot damage is actually staying the same. But it is doing better body shot damage. So yeah. Uh, ideally, that should help it. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, that one's definitely a weirder. Like rounding about than the precisions. I think I was I was looking. Uh, what is a what is the most common precision auto rifle? Uh, well, probably potentially one of the most common right now would probably be this season's fire fright. Considering you know it's dropping this season, right? Um. But no, that is a precision. Uh, see stuff like Shadow Price, Horror Story, the Braytech Werewolf, things like that. They definitely don't see very often play. I mean, I've been killed by a couple of fire frights. Uh, but again, you know, it's a popular season weapon, so that's no matter how good or bad it is, people are going to use them at least a little bit. PPP, right? Um, try it out a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, like I said, it's it's going to be interesting to see how that one, uh, because with headshot time staying the same, I don't like. Maybe they're trying to shave off one of those headshots, and a body can suffice. I mean, that'd still be an awful uh, crit percentage to shoot for. And scouts, which they are at least changing crit damage on high impact scouts. That's nice because that's another. Actually, no, that's that might be bad. High impact scouts are already the best thing to use. What are <laughs> they doing? Okay, Spice that's weird. Up a little bit. Right. Uh, let's see. Two crit, one body instead of its current TTK. Oh, of three crits. Okay, okay. So they're not really increasing the time to kill on high impact scouts. Is they're still going to be point eights, but at the very least, you can two, you can two crit one body, um, which they need all three crits right now in order to kill three shots. So yeah, they're just going to feel a lot better to use. 
Um, so you get needing what sixty six percent instead of a hundred. That's not awful. And then when it is, oof, yeah, they need some love. Which again, they should because they'll two crit two body or they need right now four crits. Ooh. Either way, yeah. Should be nice to use. Should be nice. Of course not. That's right. Yeah, I'm in, I'm intrigued to see how it when do the um when do the changes go live? Did did you say that? Um they just mentioned I don't think they mentioned it in exact time. Because I'm also not seeing it the exact time. They just mentioned that this is a mid-season weapons preview. Um, but yeah, I'm not seeing a time frame for this particular drop, unless it got mentioned in the player's board, which I completely no, no, not mentioned there either. So, uh, whenever it comes, because unless you're saying it, I'm not saying it. I don't think it mentioned it. Honestly, I'm, I'm going. Oh, solstice. Uh, well, they do mention they meant they moved some of them to solstice, and I believe that's when they said they might have said before when a mid-season patch was going to come out. Might have been around solstice, so. Sometime soon. In the next couple of weeks. Because Solstice starts. It starts relatively soonish, doesn't it? Maybe next week? Because this isn't. I can't remember exactly when it said, but uh, it might end up being because it might have coincided with my birthday. Um, I know this year's what, next Tuesday. <laughs> so next Tuesday, it's coming up quick. I don't know. Uh, like I said, that and I. Wait, season of the haunted. Maybe they have a day for solstice. So I think it was about. I want to say it was coming up. If not next week, it would be within the next couple weeks for sure. Because, I mean, we're six weeks in already. Almost seven by the time this releases. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's weird. I made fun of a calendar for so long. <laughs> and now that we don't have, like, roadmap calendars, I'm, like, completely lost. <laughs> Go figure, right? Oh man, if only, yeah, if only I had a slightly better, better memory, right? Uh, but yeah, I said I wanted to say Solstice was lining up with, uh, <laughs> with hilariously my birthday, which my, which would make it next week. Solstice. Season to kick off on July nineteenth. Two weeks. Two weeks 19. away. Yes, two weeks. Fair. So the what was that thing? What was what's happening? Anyway, all right. <laughs> so you heard it here. You got some planning. Everybody's got some planning to do for uh that week. We'll have the new sandbox live. Of course, the solstice shenanigans for sure. The return of the EAZ. Oh, yeah. Is that Solstice, right? It is. Now now you're going to make me question that. Is it the EAZ? I think so. Because that's... Yeah, Solstice is the armor. Yes. And that's that's EAZ. Yes, it is definitely the uh, European aerial zone. So the EAZ is definitely... We'll have that back. Yay! I I did not participate in a lot of the EAZ triumphs in the previous years. Uh, even I don't I know. This on them recently. 
I, I do now suddenly remember them saying that it is going like it's going to be more open this year. It's going to be easier to traverse. I think that like would apparently, be a change. Right? Because I think they mentioned a lot of like the building barriers and stuff will be removed uh, to make it easier to move across it. Yeah, I think um, I don't, it may not have really been that difficult from what I remember, but certainly cumbersome. Yeah, it can be annoying. It can definitely be annoying, uh, especially since they started like showing you where all the chests are at the end of it, and reaching them could be, like you said, very cumbersome. Oh yeah. But also at the same time, I don't know if opening it up more will make people hate it less. <laughs> Might do exact opposite. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if that's what they need uh, to make the EAZ a little more accepted. I doubt it, but uh, we'll see how it goes. As per usual, I'll probably hit it fairly hard the first week. And then not so much. Right. After. Yeah, I'm excited for it. And, uh, the solstice just really marks, you know, we're getting close to the end of season as well, coming up to the next season. Um, something right. new, new in the game uh, for those last few weeks of this. So it'll definitely be fun. Um, like, what, like what's going to happen next season? All right. Like, is Eris going to go full hive and we're going to have to deal with her all of a sudden? Like, I mean, come on, what, what's happening? A side tangent still- really quick about Eris. Um, mm-hmm. New movie that just came out it is called uh, The Northman. Yeah. So it's on one of the streaming ca- channels. I can't remember which, but I ended up watching it one night. And there, there is a um, a lady in there, and her dress or garb or her face, like her headdress or whatever, had like these three jewels coming down. And I could not help like just picture Eris right there. I was like, man, this is the perfect live action Eris right now. Interesting. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, go see it. You'll you'll see what I'm talking about with this uh, this one character in there. Interesting. Sorry to sidetrack you, but <laughs> no, you're all good. Uh, so Eris might go full hive. You said next season. I mean, who knows at this point in time? I've I've not been one to try and predict. Uh, stories from season to season, because Lord knows, again, using the crown of sorrow to try and disconnect Callus uh, from the Lunar Pyramid on a derelict Leviathan and it coming back, I wouldn't have predicted that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I just a little nutty. Uh, I mean, we do know we have the Raid to look forward to next season at some time. The reprised raid. Yes. Still, still gonna hope for wrath. Still gonna hope for it. Not expecting it, but still gonna hope for it. (laughs) Hoping for wrath, expecting King's Fall at this point. Exactly. I'm hoping. I'm hoping they do throw that curveball at us. Right. It would be nice, but also at the same time, I mean, they already explained there was, like, limitations, so it's like, alright, I'll have my hopes up too much for Wrath, but it'd still be nice. <laughs> if they were able to surprise, oh, hey, we worked it out. <laughs> Quick. <sighs> oh, man, a lot to look forward to. Uh, Solstice uh, this season again. Uh, new raid next season. New story, of course. Uh, these new sandbox changes, uh, you know, autos, scouts, uh, shotguns, you know, some good things, some bad things. If you're a PvP player, obviously, uh, give you something different to look forward to or something different to learn. Um, yeah. It's exciting times. 
other than that, I mean, it's it's really been a, a light week other than that. Um, I don't really have much else to cover at this point. Um, usually Kings League keeps us in line with that aspect of it. I really want to start saying Kingsley come back. <laughs> oh man. Well, if you got nothing else, Des, we can keep it uh short and sweet and keep it about an hour this week. Um something light for our listeners. Uh, I know we considered a little bit beforehand, maybe doing a rerun, but I I always think it's nice, me personally, just going ahead and knocking out a show, even if it's a little light. Because it gives us something to talk to, and we might for we might have something even if it's not a lot to talk about, and uh, we don't have to try to remember it next week. Because I know my memory is is awful. Right, just like (laughs) the fact that I can actually cover the fact that I watched Multiverse of Madness recently, or like two weeks ago. Right. Um. Which yeah, it it was a surprise drop on Disney Plus. Like, no, yeah, I did mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was no, trying I was to think to... if we talked about it last week when we were talking uh, Star Wars. No, no, we didn't. Which, I, like I said, I, I said I was going to mention something about it, and, and I never did, and it's like, oh, God. <laughs> but you enjoyed <laughs> it, and it was good. No, I did enjoy it. I actually supremely did enjoy it. and I, Because it's weird, before I watched it, I noticed some, uh, I guess, critique on it. That after watching it, I actually completely don't agree with. I'm kind of so curious much. that critique. Um, it was just the fact that maybe it was a little, like maybe they could have let it be a little more serious, you know? Uh, like there was, like they didn't let the the drama like set in or whatever. Uh, before like pulling off some kind of like cheesy joker gag or whatever. Um right. but as I was watching it there's something you really got to like it, it's not a marvel movie. Multiverse of Madness is not a marvel movie. It, it is 100 different. Yeah, well that's because it is 100% a Sam Raimi movie. Like through and through. Which is definitely not a bad thing. I mean, it definitely, I could see that critique, you know, say maybe, oh, yeah. maybe more seriousness because they did have. Oh, yeah. And I haven't watched it for a second time yet, and I should go back and watch it for a second time because watching it in theaters. Um, I want to say I do remember it being a little more playful in tone, yeah. but I think it still got the Marvel. It was still Marvel without being marveled like that sam raimi feel like you're saying yeah yeah i mean like i said because you go back you watch the original like original evil dead and evil dead 2 and no no matter how serious they attempted to make it there was this like level of like levity that just came across the entire thing and it was it's something that has like marked pretty much every sam raimi movie And yeah, like uh, Philip's saying um, in our live chat, 100% like uh, the same Raimi, like camera angles and camera shots. Uh, I will say there there were cameos that were absolutely fantastic uh, to see. So, I mean, <laughs> it was great. It, it actually, like, it, it tripped me out to see a certain character return. And like talking about the uh, where they he met like that uh, board. I call them board members, but like all of these the people in this the other Illumin- universe. Yeah, the Illuminati. The Illuminati, yes. And the one um, during in the theater, I can tell you when the last one came down or flew down, mm-hmm. everybody screamed. And like yeah. I'm not, I'm definitely. Like my buddy that I went go with to these movies, he definitely knows a lot, a lot about it, just like you. And I was yeah. like, "What is everybody hooping and hollering for? Like, I don't even <laughs> like who is it? Like, why are we screaming over this guy?" And I guess it had to do like with the actor or something like that. And yes, yeah, 
Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, I mean it, it, it's a fantastic cameo. He is he is comic book accurate, which is hilarious and goofy <laughs> uh, to see. But of course, then again, uh, for those that are a fan of this particular character, and you watch the trailers, the trailers give him away because I knew he was in it just from the trailer. There's very few people that sound like this particular actor. And yeah, I just I heard it and it's like, oh, oh, that's them. I, that's them. They're in this movie. <laughs> um, and yes, that part came around and 100% right. Um, but no, like I said, it's, it's definitely less of a Marvel movie. It's definitely more of a Sam Raimi flick. Uh, I mean, the including the only thing missing to make it a true Sam Raimi flick would be the cameo from his brother. Uh, his brother was in nowhere to be seen in Multiverse of Madness, sadly. Bruce Campbell was able to make a cameo, but uh, not his brother, which I forget his name now. But yeah, um... But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, if you haven't watched it, uh, yeah, it's one of those that definitely, like, a a little bit of a forewarning will definitely serve you well, but also at the same time, if you're a fan of Sam Raimi, you know exactly what you're going to get into, so, it it is, it is a Sam Raimi movie with, uh, with a Marvel skin. Awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna have so, to go yeah. back and watch it for a second time now. Now, have you watched it more more than once already, or just the once? No, just the once. Hilariously, like I, yeah, I went through. It's like I, I was able to pinpoint and pick out all these like camera angles and gags, and just it's like, oh, that's the same Raimi thing. Oh, that's the same Raimi thing. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, like that movie has actually went through a lot of changes since its inception. Because um, I know the actors in interviews have joked around, it's like, there's been so much that changed that the only thing that stayed the same is the name of the movie. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but I do appreciate Sam Raimi doing it, because there are also a lot of scenes that definitely creep you out. It's got like that Sam Raimi like horror touch to it as well. Like this, it's definitely got Evil Dead vibes. Because uh, yeah, even though Evil Dead was goofy in places, it could still scare the crap out of you. Right. So I mean, he he definitely let some of that come through too. That was fantastic. The uh, the dark haired, three eyed, strange. Oh yeah. <laughs> He was definitely creepy. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's I guess that's my catch up on news. Uh the person madness. If you're if you're a Sam Raimi fan, definitely watch it. If you're a Marvel fan, watch it, but understand that it's the Sam Raimi movie. <laughs> <laughs> it took the words right out of my mouth. Except probably wouldn't have done it so eloquently as that. I would have just said, Go watch it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's, that's like the only forewarning you need. And like I said, if you're a fan, you already know. Or if you're a fan of Sam Raimi, you already know. And if you're not, this is what you can expect from him, essentially. Because this is everything a Sam Raimi flick is like in this movie. So if you enjoy it, go watch Evil Dead. And Army of Darkness. Even though Army of Darkness isn't that scary, it's more funny. Either way, it's a good watch. Do it. Do it now. And then tell us about it next week in our live chat here in Discord. Sure. Well, Des, as we close up tonight, got got some good talk in, got some good destiny, got some good, good other talk in. Good destiny. We'll catch up with everybody again next week. Might have a little bit more to cover just on the cusp of Solstice being out by, by the time we record next week. Uh, we won't have Solstice just yet, but we'll be on the cusp of it. We should have news of Solstice next week, yep. at the very least. Hopefully, or At least remind us of some of these changes and stuff that are coming. Right. And what's going to make it new. And hopefully we can get a sneak peek of the uh, Solstice armor this year. 
Hopefully. I'm going to be going for it either way. I have every year. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Like, Solstice Armor has looked pretty good, like, from year to year. And it's only been getting better. So, there's, so far, there's no reason for me not to think that I'm not going to go hard for the Solstice Armor. Right. I'll be doing the same thing. And I'll probably do it in all three characters because I had I had done that in the past. Just to have them. Yeah. Well, Des, another week in the book in the books for us here in at the Guardian books. Hub. Um, I don't know if I mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, but we're at episode 168 of TGH this week. Uh, next week, we'll see you at 169. Des, tell everybody where they shall find you. You shall find me most easily and most promptly in the discords. Uh, either ours or within our fellowship of the discords, shall we say. Uh, and of course, you can find me on Twitter at DS underscore Raven, which I still haven't installed Twitter on this phone. It's actually amazing. I keep forgetting to do that. <laughs> so yeah. Um, definitely not going to find me responsive there. That's for sure, but I'm there. Uh, so yeah, send. Uh, you can find me telling Dez to download Twitter right now as I'm doing the outro. First, you can find Kingsley on most every place as Kingsley Mac, except for on Twitter at MC Kingsley. And you can find me on Twitter, sin underscore media, or currently in derelict Leviathan, running around doing, getting my glaive kills for this triumph for the week. Or, of course, in the Discord, which is most of the time where I'm lurking and, and responding and catching up just like you there. Now, the best part of this is you can find our show on Twitter at The Guardian Hub or on our lovely website, theguardianhub.com. Best hub on the net. Amazing. <laughs> thank you, Des. And thank you to all of our lovely listeners out there listening either live. And uh, we got a few tonight. Uh, thank you all for joining on our alternate recording night here on Sunday. And thank you to everybody listening on your amazing podcast app of choice. And until next week, stay magical. Later. Later.